What's up, everybody? It's your boy Morgan Iverson back with another Super Shorts podcast. Um, sorry the episode is late. Uh, that is on me. Uh, I was I actually did record an episode last week. I had a special episode. It was going to be an extended episode. I was going to break up into two parts. It was actually going to be um, the first and the second. Cha- well, the first chapter of the Lumberjacks novel, uh, and I was going to break it up into two parts. Um, but I think we might want to hold off for that for next season. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but I did record it. I just didn't get done editing it uh, because it was a it was a 40 minute recording. Once I got done um, editing it, it probably been around 35 to 30 minutes. Um, and me personally, I like longer podcasts, um, especially you know if it's storytelling and the storytelling is good. Um, I really enjoyed that chapter um, of the book. Um, it did a lot for me just um, on a spiritual level, on an emotional level, on a historical level. Uh, so I was excited to be able to do it. But um, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, I, did an, uh, I did an extension to, uh, I, for anybody that's been keeping up with the podcast, I've done a, a new character, a new villain named Cobalt. Um, I gave an intro to him um, a few weeks ago, and it was a part one and a part two uh, with one of my other favorite characters, if not my favorite, at least villain, uh, Trespass. Um, I did that uh, a part one and part two, so this week is going to be a part three uh, for Cobalt. Um, it's going to continue that, and uh, trust me, continue to look out for Cobalt if you are liking where the story is going. I have a lot of stuff that I'm getting ready to do with that character and with another character that I have out here. Um, don't want to give anything away, though. So uh, just trust me, if you're starting to like the Cobalt story, there's more to come um, in official canon. You know, everything that we do is canon. Everything's connected. But there will be, I won't say whether it's a comic or a novel, but in some way, shape, or form, you'll be seeing Cobalt in the next year. Um, and I'm excited for it. So uh, get used to it. Trust me. Uh, but without further ado, here we go. And, uh, this week's episode of super shorts podcast. Um, you'll also be meeting a new villain. Um, I haven't given him a nickname yet, but it's actually based on somebody that I met at my job. Um, and I thought his name was like the most hardcore thing of all time. And I told him, I was like, yo, if, I mean, if you're cool with it, I definitely want to use you for a comic. And he said he was cool with it. So here it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'll announce his name during the, during the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. And here we go. <laughs> Shit's crazy, right? Trespass said as he and Cobalt entered the immaculate high-tech west wing of DeBorier Pharmaceuticals. Trespass continued, you still think he can't get your pops out to clink? This nigga done forgot about more billions than I got bitches. And I got a lot of bitches, my nigga, you feel me? Cobalt stared around at everything, taking it all in as he rounded the corner and could hear talking coming from a room down the hall. As they got closer to the door, they could partially see into the room where DeMaurier was talking about a man standing in the front of the room. The world is full of profit motives. It's full of corporations cutting corners and being out for their bottom line at all costs. I've lived that life. It bores me. It has never once been one of the root reasons for why I do anything and why I built this company. Do you know what it was? DeMaurier paused for a second before looking through the window 
of the door and nodding towards trespassing Cobalt as he pointed to the man standing in front of them. People like him. His name is Vadim Orbonsky. An immigrant from Ukraine, Vadim was born with certain ways and abilities that he couldn't understand. He just utilized them sparingly over time. For reasons he couldn't explain, he had an ability to, when focused, cause the extremities of his body to heat up well past the normal human limits and run far faster than anyone ever recorded in his country. It seemed like he was simply a super athlete, but using his focus made him feel sick. I have a team dedicated to finding extraordinary cases like this worldwide. Once we've identified the case and vetted the occurrences heavily, we decide whether and sponsor the person to take up residency here so that our state-of-the-art team of scientists, doctors, and engineers can work together to try to analyze these abilities and help anyone we qualify as in need of help, DeMaurier said as Trespass and Cobalt stepped closer into the door. <laughs> Watch this shit, cuh. Shit crazy. Trespass tells Cobalt with a sly smirk on his face, staring at Vadim. I won't bore you with the scientific details. I'll just show you. I'll show you how we received him in our care and how he is now. I promise you, it alone will convince you. DeMaurier said as he instructed his assistant to roll out the video of Vadim's arrival to the facility. As it started, DeMaurier walked over to the door to welcome Cobalt and Trespass at the door. They remained in the hall as DeMaurier stepped out quickly. It's a pleasure to meet you, Duran. Duane has told me so much about you and some of your talents you've recently discovered. I'm intrigued. I assure you, my team can help you. All I ask is that you're willing to allow our research on you to be used for the advancement of human scientific development and, ev and evolution. As I was explaining to them inside, I could care less for the monetary portion that this brings me. I have no interest in it. I'm just interested in, to, in the science of why and how. DeMaurier said as he shook Duran's hand. Trespass smirked at DeMaurier. <laughs> I'd have told you about using my government name, fam. You smart as hell. You ain't forget that shit. Trespass said, staring DeMaurier in the eyes. My apologies, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. It's trespass, right? That's who you are? You're trespass? DeMaurier said, chiding him back. Well, fuck you up one of these days, fam. Keep playing with me. Trespass said half-jokingly as he brushed past DeMaurier hard enough to send the message that he got closer to the window to see. Trespass told me that you were going to get my father out of jail. If that's true, and you're going to help me figure this out, I'm in. Not like I have anywhere else to go. Cobalt said before stepping closer to the door to see. DeMaurier's lips started to curl into a smile. Money is no issue. I made more money a second ago than some countries do in 10 years. <laughs> I, I will have your dad released tonight if you agree to terms. I'll need to, I'll need to test your theory out, though, before he bring you on board. Give me a minute to finish my presentation inside, DeMaurier said as he stepped back inside the room as the video of Vadim's arrival and initial testings finished running. As you can see, he's come a long way. We were able to narrow it down and figure out what the fatigue and sickness was and, and, and figure out how to address it. I can't really tell you how I'd have to kill you. DeBoreas said with not a hint of a smile crossing his face before continuing his audience with his audience uneasily chuckling. And now, DeMaurier said as he pointed to Vadim, who, who smiled slightly before his eyes started to smolder dark red and his hands started to glow with a yellow splash and orange. 
one of the assistants in the room threw a plastic human dummy at him. The dim moved quickly in literal blinks of an eye and ended up behind the dummy. He punched the dummy and the, and the room watched as it melted on the floor before his feet. The speed at which he moved was astounding. One second he was there and the next he was a blur. Another assistant threw a fabric dummy at him and he didn't move this time. He simply stood and punched it once and the cotton inside the dummy exploded from the head portion and the cotton of the fabric of the dummy remaining caught fire on the floor. The dim stood grinning with a jagged edge laced smile on his face as the room marveled while he rocked back and forth in the fighter stance. <laughs> that shit dope, right? Old buddy a little intimidating. He ain't no small dude either, but you... I believe you could fuck him up, homie. That's real. Trespass said with one with one eye on Cobalt and his other on DeMaurier, who was looking out of the window to see Cobalt's reaction to the show. DeMaurier meandered casually over to the door and stuck his head out. Your turn. Show me what you got, and I'll consider you for the program. And what it is that you say you wanted. Cobalt quelled the fear in his heart as he looked back at Trespass standing behind him, barely grinning in a more stoic stance. Trespass nodded his head. I, I need your, I need your word. I need your word in writing that you're gonna get my father out, and, and you're not gonna do him any harm. He'll be a free man, and and, and you'll help him get on his feet. Cobalt said in, in his best grown man impression. His teenage years were showing in the tremble in his voice. Not only will I get him out tonight, his record will be expunged permanently, and I will give him one of my properties in New Orleans in which to live. You can visit as much as you want as long as you adhere to what our team says is best for your health and our research. You have my word and deed. DeMaurier responded with a smile. Cobalt looked at Vidim, whose eyes were still smoldering as he now trained his eyes on Cobalt and the sinister glaze. Cobalt's hands and forearms started to glow in a cobalt blue hue as his eyes started to change color to match. I've got nothing left to lose. Cobalt responded as he took steps towards the door. Win, and you'll see him again. Tonight. Demoria said as he snapped his fingers for his assistance, for his assistant to give him his cell phone. Yes, Defense Secretary Shelby. How are you? Francis here. I need a small favor. 